This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. I don't know if you saw this while you were doing the show. I bet MGM tonight. Oh, yeah. Comes to the sidelines. Here comes Dabble walking over with his little pad, iPad, or whatever it is in his hand. And he's pointing at his iPad and showing him whatever he's showing him. And Daniel Jones is looking at it and, and like, nods his head. Dabble takes the thing and throws it at the assistant coach and walks away in disgust. That is not good. Because you just gave that dude a brand brand new four-year deal. He's in the top 10 of quarterbacks getting paid in the National Football League after that deal uh, that you gave him after last year. Now, having said that, the Giants offensive line, like you said, was hurt. They have really no number one wide receiver, right? The Giants, they don't really have that uh, at this point. So no. is Daniel Jones being put in a position to succeed or is Daniel Jones just not that good, Ryan? Oh, that's a really good question. I was talking about this, trying to talk about this on my show last night. So I think there's like a little bit of both here, Spark, like kind of like Jordan Love, right? Jordan Love wasn't very good on, um, God, when was that game? I feel like the Packers have played in like three weeks. We've been talking about the same Thursday. Thursday Thursday is the line. All right. Yeah. Like Jordan Love wasn't very good against Detroit, but he was set up for failure, right? I mean, like they threw the ball like 10 consecutive times to start the game. There wasn't even the threat of run. And you're going against a Lions defense that's getting pressured a 36% rate. And when they do get home, they're actually sacking the quarterback. And I get like their top five against the run. But you at least had to, I don't know what that game plan was. But that's kind of the way that I felt about Daniel Jones. The Giants had 11 days to prepare for that game, for the Seattle Seahawks. And I get that the defense looks good for Seattle, but there's still a bunch of young dudes in that secondary And I just did not like the game plan. I get you don't have Saquon. Like you said, you don't really have a true number one wide receiver. But the reason I didn't like the game plan, and I don't think this had anything to do with Daniel Jones, 
there's one area where you could attack the Seattle defense, and it's been the same for the last two years, and it's the middle of the field, and they're paying all that money to Darren Waller. And going into the fourth quarter, Darren Waller had one reception for five yards. I know this because I bet on him to have 50 receiving yards because I was like, this is the game plan right here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, you know, you think about it, like, I like Brian Dayball and I like uh, Mike Kafka, but they haven't been very good this year either. So, no, like Daniel Jones, to answer your question, is not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I don't even think he's Dak Prescott. But he's but not Zach he's, Wilson. I don't think he's terrible, you know, but, like, I think he needs to be in a good system. Good offensive line, playmakers, wide receiver talent. He doesn't have that. So, it's hard to just blame it all on Daniel Jones because I actually like, you know, he made some plays in that game. He had a bad interception. The one thing you could say about Daniel Jones is he's tough as hell because he gets the crap kicked out of him every single week, but he'll never win a Super Bowl. He'll never be the reason a team wins a Super Bowl. Like, could he be, could he be like, could he be Eli on those teams with that NASCAR pass rush? Maybe if he doesn't turn the ball over, that's the other thing though. He fumbles the ball still way too much. He turns the ball over way too much. I think the Giants screwed up. I talked about this. Remember, um, they were almost like kind of backed into making a decision that I don't think that they should have made, though, right? Because they made the playoffs. They won double-digit games. Brian Dayball was coach of the year, and you had to make a decision that year on Daniel Jones and on Saquon Barkley. Saquon I'm fine with, but you know what it kind of reminded me of? The Rams a couple years ago went to the Super Bowl, but you kind of saw that Jared Goff wasn't going to be the guy that could win that game because he couldn't push the ball down the field, and that's what right. McVay desperately wanted in the offense. So he went and got Stafford and that rocket for an arm. But also the Rams knew that Todd Gurley wasn't healthy. You know, like there were like he got hurt at Georgia, and the reports were like with his knee that he was going to have arthritis. And because they went to the Super Bowl, they paid both of those guys. Now they were lucky enough, you know, in a bigger market team, where I still don't understand how they did what they did, but they kind of like retooled that team went all in for Odell Beckham Jr., Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, won a Super Bowl, but now they're going to be in cap hell for a couple years. Um, Yeah, and I just feel like the Giants probably should have just ripped the Band-Aid off, maybe sucked this year, maybe drafted a, like, like, you know, they're like Hendon Hooker, bad example, because he can't play football, I don't think, this year, coming off the ACL, because this is like the year you want to suck, man. You want Caleb Williams. You want Drake May. You want Spencer Rattler. You want a kid that nobody's talking about in Tyler Van Dyke or one of these guys. So... Um, I just thought it was dumb because, yeah, it was like a nice year. But Daniel Jones isn't the reason the Giants won double-digit games last year. He only threw 300 yards three times, and two of them came against the Vikings, the worst pass defense in the league. um, I think he's a good backup. I think he could be like a starting quarterback of a playoff team, but I don't think it's going to be with the Giants. Not with Jalen Hyatt and these dudes, you know, as his top receivers.